Welcome to Coffee and Tea with SNL. Everything you love about your favorite coffee shop, all wrapped up in a podcast. I'm Lisa, and I'm passionate about tea, travel, good food, and great conversations, and anything that makes me grow. I'm Sabine, and I create spaces that people enjoy. I'm also a wife, mother of two, a coffee lover, and enjoy a great scented candle. We're two great friends committed to living our best lives and seeing others live theirs. Welcome to Coffee and Tea. Hello, Sabine. Hey, Lisa. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So what do you have in your lows, friend? So I'm going to start off with my lows so we can end on a high. I like that. So as you know, I'm getting ready for my trip to IT. IT! Um, which I'm excited about. Take me with you next time. Yes, I am going to. Holly. Which I can't believe you've never been to the Caribbean. Like what nowhere in the Caribbean. Like just sin. never just, been there. <laughs> Clear water. I'm, yeah, so I'm really excited. I'll bring you back some tea for sure. Thank you. The magical tea you told me about. Yes, that, like, the one that cures all. Cures all, fixes your hairline, <laughs> yes. gets you married, buys yes. your house. Helps you have kids. Everything. Helps you get to heaven. All yes. that. That Everything. one. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, bringing back some tea leaves. Um, but with that said, just planning for that and everything that I have to do, my mind has literally been on that alone, like prepping for that. And I feel like this week has not been productive outside of me planning for my trip. Because you had a lot to get done outside of that or just because I just, just feel like that has consumed my whole mind okay. is like, OK, do I have everything I need? Like, do I like just you know, because I'm planning, we're planning a family reunion down there next yep. year. And so, yeah, I just feel like it hasn't really all my it's like all my other interests have fallen to the wayside, fallen to the waste, you know. But sometimes it's like that, though. I know. Yeah. And I'm, I haven't really been feeling guilty about it, but I'm just realizing like, oh, OK, like I haven't you know, doing my blogs. Um, I mean, we're recording the podcast, so that's exciting. And we're getting ready for our own podcast conference, which is exciting. But outside of that, I feel like I have not been productive, Okay, you know, outside of prepping for this plan. So I guess it's one of those things where it's like it, it, it's a, just a state where I'm at and it's it's okay. Yeah. You know? And it's a week. And, and you it's need to be week. prepared for your trip. Yeah, so. I need to be prepared for my trip. So, and uh, you know, anytime you're going anywhere international, it's like, okay, do I have this a ready? Project. Do I have, yes. So, yeah. So that's my low. My high, I just came back from, with my cousin. We went to Lauren Daigle. Yes, I saw I, you there. Yes. Um, it was amazing. It was funny. It was like a group of 9,000 people. And who do I see? Lisa. And I just bought my ticket a day before the concert while you bought yours like, like three months. months in advance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't even believe it. I, I don't understand and, like, how that works. Probably paid yeah. the same price and everything. I, I think I may have paid less. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, her music is so inspirational. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing that I got from her concert was one, uh, me and my cousin, we don't spend a lot of time together and mm-hmm. quality time is one of my love languages. Yeah. We spend a lot of time with our kids cause right. she has two boys, but I feel like we don't spend, you know, like we're like, sister, we're literally together. like sisters and I feel like we don't spend a lot of time together. So it was really nice to go with my cousin Claudine and we just had a great time and I felt like it gave me an opportunity to just worship like mm-hmm. even outside of church like yeah. you think of worshiping you think of like you know worshiping church, in church yeah. with fellowship of believers and so this was just great to just worship freely and feel inspired so it was really it's you know I still think of her songs now 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just love her. I love her. Her that, voice is beautiful. Yeah. Um, so I have to jump in on this one because the concert was amazing. Like, it was. Just getting my groove on, getting my praise on. Like, it, it was funny. My poor sister was trying to record, like, Instagram stories or what have you. And you couldn't hear Laura at all. You could hear was, like, me belting over. Concert. Yeah, exactly. She's like, can you just tone it down? Can I record my clips, please? Mm. But great time. Left with some new favorite songs that weren't my favorite before. In general, I love that about concerts. You go in with your, like, songs that you're like, this is my jam. I can't right. wait to sing for them to sing yes. this and then they sing something else that totally you've heard different. yeah that you skip over even mm -hmm. and then they sing it and you're like oh my goodness oh, this song this is my new favorite song so how can it be always loved that but she did some echoing like it was pared down she did this whole like call and response thing to it that just that's my new favorite jam so i can't stop listening to how can it be awesome but anyway great concert just met a lot of great people i felt like everyone yeah, i met around was to was a... like really warm and friendly and I took a photo for this group of women and I think their daughters. And then at the end, every single one of them came and hugged me. Thank you. Aww. I'm like, okay, this, we're yeah, just I feeling the, like, the love here. It was just really good. So, yeah, it was a beautiful concert. Yeah. So what are your lows? Oh, right. What are your, what's your low and what's your high? So I feel like my low is pretty heavy, but it's just kind of what's there for me. So my sister lost her friend this week pretty suddenly. He's pretty young. We just got a call. He was helping a friend out and he just collapsed and was rushed to the hospital. And passed away shortly after. And that was just really hard to see. Because it also happened on my sister's birthday. So oh, that gosh. was like really hard to see her grieving on her birthday. The loss of her friend. And I think that what that just reminded me of. Was just how precious and kind of fragile life is. And how whatever it is that we want to do. Do it now. Do it now. Whoever you yeah. need to forgive. Forgive them now. Whoever you need to love upon and hug and tell them you love them, tell them now. So I think that's kind of really stuck with me is just how, how fragile life is. Just do the things now. Love, you, love up on your people now. I'm excited that we'll be speaking with our guest, Francesca Isaac, today, who is a certified acupuncturist, mm -hmm. and she owns her own business called Flourish, Flourish. Acupuncture yep. in Fishtown. So mm -hmm. I'm really excited to speak to her. Yes, she is amazing. I loved the day we kind of ran into her. It was just the most delightful happenstance and serendipity. And we were looking for a meditation studio and found out that she works out of it. Works there. out of it, right. And she just was amazing and ended up talking to her for and, a while, actually. Yeah. We're like, you so have to connected be really well. Yeah, I really want to go. I want, really want to go and make my appointment with her. That was a, it was a great conversation when we first met her. So I'm excited yeah, so to speak to, to her. Having you along for our conversation with her today. Yeah. So Sabine, what's in your cup? I'm pretty basic today. Black coffee? <laughs> no, ne black. Oh, Never. Uh, oh, okay. Good. I don't think I knew that, actually. Regular coffee from down the street, because okay. we're at the meditation studio. So yes. the coffee shop right down the street. Sometimes and just cream and sugar. Okay. What's in your cup? So today, you're always making fun I, of me I for having you, elaborate teas. So I think I always like, go extra mm -hmm. overboard. So my tea is actually a gift from my friend who, my college bestie, we saw each other for the first time in like 10 years this weekend and she brought me some hibiscus flower herb tea that has wild hibiscus flowers rose hips lemon balm orange peel cranberry wild cherry bark 
and peppermint. Told you. So that's what's in my cup. <laughs> Francesca is here with us. We'll introduce her properly later, but we want to know what's in your cup. Okay, so this morning I had a cherry blossom hot tea latte, but See? before oh, basic I love her. <laughs> but before I came here, like I like I had like the smallest amount left, uh-huh. and I was like, well, I can't leave without anything in my cup. <laughs> So I just poured some iced tea in the cup with the rest of the hot tea. So I'm drinking. Oh, wow. That's like a cocktail. (laughs) That is a cocktail. (laughs) So wait, say that one more time. (laughs) So it's cherry blossom hot tea with Turkey Hill iced tea. Awesome. Okay, great. Is it good? It's good. Yeah, oh, surprisingly. Okay. 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 And then you have a bottle of something else next it's just, to you. So what's it's that? Water. It's just water. Okay. Yeah. See? Fancy yeah. is better. Yes, fancy Francesca is, better. is with me. I knew I liked her. So today we are interviewing Francesca Isaac, who is the owner of Flourish Acupuncture. And I wish, listeners, I wish you could smell where we are right now. It's like most Zen surroundings. Yes, it I'm smells very calm amazing. Today. It's just yeah, life is good, and we haven't even had any acupuncture yet. But um, Francesca, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? What do you do? I am an acupuncturist. I've been an acupuncturist for, I feel like, seven years now. I've been practicing in New Jersey and Philadelphia. Love what I do. Schooling was long and hard and brutal. It was three years oh, of nice. traveling back and forth to New York, and I commuted the whole time. So I'd get on the train early in the morning. So you lived in Philly? No, I lived in Jersey at the time. Okay. And then when I was in Jersey, I would get up early, catch the train, and then go to New York, come back, do it all over the next day. It was crazy. But it was so worth it. So I love what I do. I've been doing it for seven years, and I see so many different people for so many different conditions. Mm -hmm. It's just very rewarding work. I'm personally very new to acupuncture. And I'll have to schedule my appointment. But I've always heard great things about acupuncture. Can you tell, I guess, share with some of the listeners that may be new to acupuncture, like some of the benefits of acupuncture? And how it works. So I've done acupuncture once, Mm -hmm. and it was the most zen experience of life. I couldn't tell if I was sleeping. I didn't think I was. If I was awake, like I was in this middle space, but I was the most relaxed I've ever been. Yeah. Yeah. How does that all work? What you described is very common. I guess I'll start with how it works. There's a few different philosophies out there, but what I'll say is all the acupuncture points are actually located near nerve endings. So when I tap the needle in, in an acupuncture point, it actually sends a signal up to the brain to release different hormones and chemicals into the bloodstream that either alters your perception of pain, reduces pain, or reduces inflammation. Also, you know, you get a little oxytocin, so... Mm. You feel nice and relaxed. The other thing is I can actually get into muscles and release muscles. So I am actually can physically relieve you of like tight muscles as well. So there's a whole chemical reaction that happens when acupuncture, when an acupuncture needle is inserted. So there's definitely been a lot of studies where um, different areas of the brain light up on MRIs or on different studies where they study acupuncture, there's so many benefits, so many benefits. First is, uh, of course, most people come for pain relief. Mm -hmm. So it's usually like after they've been to like every single doctor Mm -hmm. and they're like, I can't get any relief, help me. So pain relief is the top. Then I would say, you know, acupuncture is very mind-body. So the other one is a lot of people come for stress and anxiety. It's Mm -hmm. like an hour where you are on a table, you can't get to your phone mm-hmm. because the needles are holding you down. Right. And <laughs> would be yeah. safe. <laughs> it's like, how long yeah. are these needles? 
And so people really just, they come for the relaxation. And what ends up happening is, like you said, people either fall asleep Mm -hmm. or they're in almost like a meditative state. Yes. And so I don't necessarily know if I have like a clear explanation for what that reaction is that happens, but I'm sure it's some chemical reaction that occurs that allows people, I say after the first 15 minutes, usually people feel like, oh, nothing's happening. And then next thing you know, they're out or they're like, whoa, you're back. Um, So there's definitely something that occurs there. Just overall, like it can help with digestion. It can help Mm -hmm. with fertility. I was going to ask about that. Actually, I have two friends who've used it for fertility and I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure how that worked either yeah so I mean it's great at improving the egg quality depending on egg it really all depends on the woman and what their history like health history is Mm. so it can be egg quality it can just be hormone levels it can help with stress when women are trying to conceive Mm -hmm. it's a really stressful time time. blood flow whether you know they have cysts or fibroids so there's so many different things that it can really help with so how did you get introduced to acupuncture it's a combination of two things so I was an undergraduate biology degree biology major and I I got my biology degree and then I was sure that I wanted to go to medical school then I started studying to take the test and I realized "Mm, I don't think I really want to do this so I actually took a small break and I actually went to interior design school for probably like for like half of a year and it was in California and I stopped I came back and I actually had acupuncture for my menstrual cramps okay. and it was the only thing that helped I mean I had been on Tylenol like high dose mm. Motrin and Tylenol for the longest time you know I'd go back to my GYN and they'd say oh you know We can just give you birth control or we can just give you more medication. And I just kept thinking, this is not helping. Like, none of this helps. Crazy story. I ended up developing an allergic reaction to the Motrin. So I ended up having, like, shortness of breath and dizzy. Like, I almost passed out. I was like, I have to find another solution. So I started doing my own reading. And one of the readings was about... Chinese medicine and I was just blown away about how they perceive the body and Mm -hmm. how it works like the body's not a machine it the parts aren't separate everything goes together so if something affects your lung can affect your your shoulder or something you know along those lines it just felt right like it just really resonated with me and then you know I went to a few school open houses and just between reading about it actually having the acupuncture that actually helped get rid of my cramps I was blown away I I have to do this and it was within what I wanted to do I knew I wanted to help people in people be well yeah that's so cool wow I personally am a big believer that our bodies are like kind of like you said it's not multiple parts yeah it's one part everything affects everything else everything and even when we get a symptom it's deeper than yes Mm -hmm. the symptom so that's amazing that you were you actually took the initiative you're an advocate for your own body and so you just did your research and figured out okay what is going to actually help so I love that personally similar to both of you I have the same philosophy of there has to be something that's at the source Mm -hmm. and so often we treat the symptoms yeah but never get to what's underneath and I had all these reactions to food and I didn't know Mm -hmm. what it was but you know doctors kept telling me we'll take you know the purple pill for reflux take this take that and I really just wanted to get to the bottom of what was happening. And then when I went to a holistic doctor, he was the one who was like, okay, you're allergic to all these foods. Don't eat these things and you'll be fine. Instead of being on meds, I'm glad to just remove a few things from my diet and have my body heal itself. So yeah, kudos on 
again, doing the work that yeah. it took to get what you needed for your health. I feel like I'm learning a lot about acupuncture so far. <laughs> As we should, right? When we first met, you initially talked about, or part of the conversation you were talking about, cosmetic acupuncture and so I was really curious about that so I guess can you share more some of the benefits and how does it work in comparison and is it a safer option in comparison to your typical like Botox and just to name a few yeah I feel like uh, cosmetic and acupuncture facials are becoming more mainstream because people are looking for an alternative to Botox or other procedures that may be more invasive Mm -hmm. So it's pretty amazing. It's literally just very tiny intradermal needles under the skin. I usually put it on along lines okay. or okay. different trouble areas depending on the woman and what we're addressing. And it actually helps to bring collagen and elastin to that area. So you get that nice little glow. You get finer lines. It diminishes the lines, any redness or marks. I had actually a client who had a scar on her face. And I was doing actually points into that scar and it was lightening. Like every single time she would come back, it would be lighter. Nice. So, I mean, it's pretty amazing stuff. I find that everybody loves it because it's very gentle and it feels really good for someone to, you know, put needles on your face even though you wouldn't think. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Feel good rather. Then afterwards, sometimes you do a little massaging or you do something called guasa, which is kind of like a a gentle scraping or massaging with a tool on the face or like a jade roller. Yeah, all of those things are are so nice to actually build the collagen and elastin in the skin. And the needles don't hurt because that's the first thing you think of acupuncture. I didn't is the feel needles. them. Yeah. So again, I've only no. done this once. I yeah. couldn't feel them. Yeah. Going so in, coming out. Generally, they don't hurt. I never tell anybody that the needles hurt, but I will say that it really depends on practitioner. So sometimes you'll have practitioners who have a different style because there's okay. so many different styles of acupuncture, and the needles will will hurt a little bit more. In general, you don't feel them. And if you do feel them, it's areas where you have tension. Mm, okay. Or I just usually say it's like an active area. Like if you feel like a small, quick ache, it usually subsides. Okay. In general, it's not what you think when you go get like your blood drawn or <laughs> <laughs> what the movies make it seem to be. It's, it's so opposite. And I feel like it's one of the barriers that keep people from coming to acupuncture other than maybe being a little skeptical, right. is, oh, you went you went to go get needles? Like, oh. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's what my family, my family members said, like, oh, you let them stick a bunch of needles in you? And I, I, I always laugh, and then they're like, you know, I was skeptical, or I was really nervous, but it's so relaxing. Like, they'll tell me, like, I've been at work all day, and I've been dreaming about laying on this table wow. all day. So I'm so glad to be to here. To be here. And it's not like I'm hearing that once. Like, I'm hearing that all the time. So I know it's nice to know that people are coming to a Like, they want to come to They want to come back. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You said something that made me think of a question, I guess. In terms of the people who come to you, do you mm-hmm. feel like you see a certain kind of pattern or demographic? Are some people more open to it than others? Like, oh, have you noticed anything that stands out not, one way or another? Not really. I think at first I thought I did, but... I honestly feel like it's based on location, well, right. like where I'm practicing, what the demographic is. But I feel like now, my seventh year in practicing, I feel like all ages, races, conditions, everybody's looking for a more natural alternative or they're just so sick of not getting relief mm. that they're like, I'm here to try this. And, you know, some people are more invested and they're willing to 
really stay the course. And I think with acupuncture, it's really important to actually stick with the process. And then some people are like, look, you have like three chances to like help me. Um, you have three chances. Don't yeah. blow it. No pressure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just like I'm only, I'm only here for three sessions. And if you can do something that I feel is powerful enough, then I'll come back. So I think it just really depends on the person. I do think that acupuncture has more ways to go in terms of really kind of setting the mark for people to really understand that, look, we can really help you. I think people are just starting to learn. So a lot of acupuncturists are just educating patients and educating the public on what it really does, removing those roadblocks so people can feel comfortable coming to get a session. I think I feel like that's needed because just hearing you talk, I'm like, oh, I feel like already at ease. Yeah. I personally don't like needles. And whenever I see pictures of people getting acupuncture, I'm like, how many <laughs> needles are in there? That? How is and that not painful? Tiny, yes. Yeah. So, but and to your point, the movies make, ev- like the movies are the worst. We love the really movies, are. but they make everything yeah. look so extreme. Yeah. I think when I was in acupuncture school, there was like a Saturday Night Live skit <laughs> that of like somebody getting acupuncture. And they were like bleeding on the table, oh, like gosh. like crazy amounts of blood. And I was just like, oh, that's wonderful. Like <laughs> no one will ever come. <laughs> that's great. You know, again. great marketing for the profession. You know, the crazy things that people see and right. they just think it's going to be painful or it's going to be a Kel razor. Or it's going to be like some other crazy thing that I've seen. I think the biggest thing is people come in and there. I ask them, like, what are your expectations? And they're like, I have none. I'm just here to try it. Like some people are like, I'm just here. And then they leave and they're like, whoa, like that's way better than I expected or I feel so relaxed and I'm always like yes (laughs) and you don't have to half of the time you don't see the needles right depending on where Where, they go yeah like what you're coming for because sometimes if I'm doing allergies and sinuses like that's right on your face Face, like there's no just close my eyes yeah (laughs) there's no running from that and so it just depends on where they go I mean if you're face down you can only feel it so I guess if you're really nervous it's probably better (laughs) To do a face down yeah. face the face first down. time. <laughs> so how often should one get acupuncture? So if you're in treatment, yeah, how regularly should you? For more chronic conditions, anywhere from two to three times a week for like the first four weeks. Hmm. And then your back kind of aches a little bit. Something new just happened. You might only need like five sessions, five, six sessions. But in the beginning when if you're dealing with something that you've been dealing with for six months to a year, you want to come in on a regular basis within that first month, really every treatment builds on the next. Okay. So you really want to find an acupuncturist who you can build a good relationship with, who you feel comfortable with, because you're going to be going in there every week talking about your condition and telling them what's new or what didn't feel good about your treatment, what felt good about your treatment. Mm -hmm. And you really want to be with someone that you feel like you can share how your treatment went and also what you felt when you left so that they can adjust it properly because it's really like peeling away layers. Mm. And so I would say in the beginning, definitely plan to be in their office very frequently. That makes sense that you would want to pick someone, a professional that you, you know, that you feel comfortable with. Yeah. It's almost like you have to be in a vulnerable state. Yes. To work with acupuncture. Yeah. It's definitely the energy between you and your practitioner is very important. Mm. And I mean, I think for any practitioners should be that way but I feel right. like oftentimes you know western medicine has kind of trained us to be like oh just go in I know what to tell you right doesn't matter if you're comfortable with me here's Treat what you me. need bye checklist yeah. yeah and with acupuncture acupuncture it's really like okay it is like mind body too so people come in and they come in for pain but then they start to disclose other things that are mm. going on 
And so you just really want to make sure that you choose someone that you're like, I feel comfortable here. Like I can be vulnerable here, like you said, yeah. um, so that you really can get to the root of your problem. Because the more that you share, the more that you disclose, the, the better treatment you're going to have. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. our bodies are more than physical beings. Yes. You know, they're electronic. Yeah. Mind they're body. spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. That's true. So you are currently in a shared space with Vitality Meditation yes. Studio, which is located here in Fishtown yes. of Philadelphia, neighborhood of Philadelphia. So tell us about, I'm curious to find out the collaboration and how that formed and maybe some of the pros to sharing a space. So I love them. It's Jasmine and Stasha. They're amazing. They're sisters. And I started at this space in February. So previously I had my own space. I was actually just deciding, okay, am I going to just close or, you know, am I going to look for another? You were in your own space, right? By yeah. yourself. Okay. And here just in Fishtown as well? About okay. five minutes from okay. here. So it's kind of a different neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so I wasn't really sure if I was going to stay open and like all my clients were like, what? Like, you're going to close. <laughs> but you have to. <laughs> you can't. You have to find another space. I mean, and like I, I was searching for other spaces and I couldn't really find anything. And I was just like, okay, let me see. And then one of my patients actually said, I know Vitality Meditation. I know Stasha. Let me just talk to her and see. And I actually had treated her previously at my office. So I was like, okay, well, maybe this is like everything was kind of coming together. So I ended up sending them a message and they got back to me and we met. And I mean, just from the very start, it just felt really right. Like they're so kind and they were like very welcoming. I could just tell like the energy of the space was amazing. I pretty much love it here. I just think it's a great kind of like synergy of everything that we offer and yes. do. It's really nicely it together. It does fit really nicely. So I'm here when they're not here okay. and they have classes and events mornings and evenings and they let me use their space all day Saturday and so I pretty much just fill the gap when they're not here I offer sessions wow and it's a good vibe like I, yeah. I love being here yeah I'm trying to figure out how I can live here basically I'm like <laughs> no. can I just live in that little corner there it's just yeah I talk love about loving where you work yeah yeah the whole energy of this place is amazing I have another acupuncture question for you actually do yeah. you ever treat yourself is that possible? I do Good oh. question. <laughs> you know people ask work? me that all the time I do treat myself so I wish I could like get to my back because I feel like my upper back is my trouble area so sometimes I do will like I will try to like cup myself I'll do cupping on myself okay. with like what's cupping so it's like these plastic plastic or glass cups and you can either actually heat them so fire cupping to draw out the oxygen the air mm -hmm. so that they suction onto the skin or you can just do plastic where you kind of just pump the air out of it Hmm. Is that and what it, Michael Phelps did that during the Olympics? Yes, that he had all yes, those. That's yeah. what you saw. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it feels so good. It's like a massage. Really? It really gets all of so it like helps to drop stuck blood, and so like that's why you see like the dark, the dark purple, yeah. pink marks. It relieves all the tension. So if you have like a really like, the upper traps are like big for people, right? Stress, like everybody yes. carries their tension there. Yep. So what I usually do is I'll stick a cup on there with my other hand and pump up. Just let them sit there, or even if you have a headache the best place to put them because it just really? relieves the okay, tension yeah so they help with headaches too. yeah so you do cupping as well yeah so how does that work so with acupuncture i guess 
I actually do. So I do acupuncture. I do cupping. I do something called guasa, which is almost like a scraping or rubbing of the skin. You can okay. do it on the face or you can do it on the back. You can do it anywhere. I do like electrical stim, which is like electrical machine hooked up onto the needles. Okay. And then I do moxibustion, which is like a warming herb that goes on to the skin or it can be indirect where I kind of hold it over an area. So there's so many things. Wow. So that it's pretty much like traditional oh. Chinese, Chinese medicine. medicine. Okay. Yeah. So I usually... You know, I'm an acupuncturist, but there's so many tools in my belt. Like, I have so many different things I can do if someone says, like, oh, this is going on. And I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do today. Um, so I love that. Yeah. And do you just incorporate that in your treatment? Or do people have to say, I'm also interested in cupping? No, I... I, you know, every acupuncture is different, but I incorporate. So whatever I feel like somebody needs, I'm going to do it during that session. Okay. So if someone mentions, let's say they come in and maybe they're constantly running to the bathroom. And so maybe I'll do some stomach points and do some other points and maybe I'll do some moxibustion, which is really warming on the stomach to help kind of warm the stomach so that, you know, they're not constantly running to the bathroom anymore. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. Has there, has anyone ever brought an issue to you that you thought, okay, I don't know what to do with that? I mean, definitely. I feel like... <laughs> Good question. <laughs> there have been times where I'm like, uh... You know what I end up... I like, I just listen a little bit more and maybe okay. ask a few more questions. And then if I'm not really quite sure, then what I do is I will like give them like a general treatment first and like learn a little bit more. Okay. Like maybe about their condition. And if honestly, if somebody comes in with something that I'm like, hmm, I don't think that I'm the right acupuncturist to address it. I'll say, Hey, like I'll, I'll, contact like somebody else that I know and say do you have experience with this and then I'll just refer them okay because if I don't feel confident enough that I'm going to help them then I don't, don't want to see them yeah which makes sense I guess if somebody wanted to get a treatment or book an appointment how did they find you they can find me at my website okay. flourishaccustudio.com okay or Instagram of course yeah. okay. flourishaccu and that's pretty the best way to contact me, email me, or book an appointment. And can you buy individual appointments or do you buy packs? How does that work? Yeah, so I do individual appointments. I don't really offer packages. Okay. I used to, and I really just stopped. I just tell people like how many times I want to see them. And then they just, they can book them all at once or they book them one at a time. Another question for you. Yeah. So has the, you know, the Gwyneth Paltrow's of the world, she's yeah. one of my <laughs> best friends in my head. I know she's really into the yeah. cupping and all of the things and just kind of the alternative medicine. Do you feel like you've noticed a spike in people's interest with Gwyneth and Goop and her yeah. stuff? And definitely more celebrities have been posting their experiences and some are funny and yes. like some are serious. <laughs> and definitely I find that more now people are coming in. I remember like when I first started and there wasn't that many celebrity postings about acupuncture and cupping. But now there are, so people are like, oh my goodness, I heard about that. Like, how does that work? Right. Or, or do those cupping marks hurt? Or, oh, I saw a picture with some needles all over somebody's face. And so I find that people are definitely more curious and drawn to acupuncture because they see it in, you know, the mainstream celebrity world. And also a lot of people's family or friends now are going to acupuncture. So they'll say to me, you know, my sister has been doing this and she lives over here and right. she keeps telling me I need to go. So finally I'm here, but, and it takes them, I feel like it takes people long to go, come, but when they do come, then they're yeah, yeah, they are. So what would you tell female 
business owners or either who have a day job and want to break out or who like you were headed towards medicine and then decided this was a new track like what would what advice would you give about someone who's trying to find themselves or find the courage to take the the leap yeah probably trust your intuition I think that's the biggest thing is really trusting that pull or whatever you feel like your calling is kind of like taking also not being afraid to take a leap of faith. So when I decided that I was going to open my own office, it was very scary. It happened very quickly. My daughter was turning one like that same year that I was going to open. And there was just so much fear, but there was a strong pull like saying like, look, you need to do this now or you're going to procrastinate and you're going to stay where you are. Right. And so I really feel like following your gut and following your instinct and also not being afraid to fail so like I said, like I thought that I was going to close and I'm really glad that I didn't. And I feel like the move was meant to be because really like things have just like been amazing since I moved. But like just having faith and knowing that you're going to fall, you're going to fail, you're going to make mistakes and it'll be okay. Like it's all part of the learning process and like every mistake will actually like lead you further to where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the lessons that you feel like you've learned since opening up your own office? Uh, probably one is, I think in the first year, like really learning to make time for myself. I think it was the hardest part of owning a business and being a mom is just being like, oh no, I have to, there's so many things I have to do. I have to keep going. Like I can't stop. I can't take a break. I have this, this, and this, and that to do. I need to check it off. And I wasn't fitting time for myself, so... I felt burnt out. So part of me closing was like, well, I can't find a location, whatever. Maybe it's just meant to be that I'll close and I'll get some sleep now. Mm. <laughs> and then finally, I was just like, no, okay. I do need to stay open. Part of it, like that commitment to like start working with people. And it's just like, I don't want to just now close. But at the same time, I wasn't properly taking care of myself. So a huge lesson was knowing that now I need to make sure I fit myself in. Like, I need to write myself in my schedule. Yourself. I think that was huge. And I think the other thing is, although I jumped in, I think pausing and, like, just making sure that I'm making smarter decisions would have been better. I don't know that I definitely chose the best location, and there were a lot of things that I think with the building that I was in that probably should have been fixed or just small things and I wish I would have either had someone to kind of bounce that. Looking back, I can see mm. it. And I think if maybe if somebody else had a partner that I was going into it, they're probably like, mm, I don't know. I wish I would have just paused a little bit more and meditated on the decision I was making. I was just kind of like, okay, if I have to do this, let me just do it. Going in and not being afraid, but at the same time, pausing and reflecting and being like, okay, this is the decision that I'm making. Like, do I, am I 100%? Like, this. sure, I'm behind this. Yeah, that's like twofold what I learned the first year. So you mentioned taking time for yourself and, you know, mm -hmm. self-care is something we always hear about. So it's a two-part question for you. So it's what do you do as your self-care for self-care? And what would you say, what would you advise our listeners? What's one thing they could take on this week, even if they can't schedule an acupuncture appointment? What's one thing they can do for their wellness and health this week yeah I think any time that you can just shut off cell phones and yes. like the chatter of everything yeah I think that is the biggest issue 
constantly, I, I know for myself, like I constantly feel like I have an urge to like check my phone. Oh, what's in my email? Like what's the next thing that well, I need Instagram to do? Instagram is one of the things I'm yeah. like, need to detox from. Yeah. And I, I'm finding that I just need moments to myself mm-hmm. moments. And so that might be just like, sometimes like a long car ride to get to somewhere else is very therapeutic. Cause it's like, I can have my music on. It's almost like meditation. I'm yes. like singing or just like spaced out. And that's enough. I think the biggest thing is just finding a way, even if it's just 10 minutes alone. And I think sometimes that can be really hard depending on your situation. But that's a simple thing that we could all be yeah. more intentional about. So. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like I grasp <laughs> having time by myself. <laughs> I feel like I'm never alone. So I'm like, yes, Ah, that alone is yeah it's hard times my self-care yeah Yeah. I mean you're a mom and I I'm a mom I feel like I'm only doing better recently about making sure I have time for myself like I went to yoga today and that that was not planned I woke up at seven my mom's here she's sleeping everybody's sleeping you know I've been wanting to go to yoga lately (laughs) I'm just gonna go you know what let me just go I didn't plan it and I almost procrastinated and I was like I'll think of another day. And I was just like, you know what? Just get up and go. Yeah. Like everything's perfect. Go now. Just go. Yeah. We need to do that so much more. Like I have the opportunity. Just, just do, do it. it. Like yeah. stop overthinking it. Just go. Yeah. Thank you so much, Francesca. Yeah. This has been a great conversation. Yes. I will be setting up my appointments yes. for sure. Please come. Thank you so much for telling us about. I feel like about. I've learned so much about acupuncture. I'm super intrigued, and there's. I know you can't even go into all of it, but I'm so there's intrigued so much, by yeah. like a lot. how it all works, and it's just it's so fascinating. Yeah, I think the best way is just to experience, experience. it, like right. to, to dive right in. You can hear about it a million times, but, but you just have to go and experience it for yourself and find the right practitioner to do that with. So right. if you have to schedule a free consultation. Feel somebody's energy out, see right. if you it's connect with them, and then dive right in. Do I would say, you know, start with five sessions. Don't just do one because you're not really gonna not feel gonna really of it. feel an impact. Some people do, but really commit to five and go and really see how you feel. I mean, you won't regret it. I mean, it's so relaxing. I mean, who doesn't need to just relax a little and relaxation? It, it does so much. Everything <laughs> yeah. from like you said, yeah, you know, pain relief to the mind, body, spirit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, digestion, headaches, upper back pain, neck pain, you name it. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank Thank you you so much for sharing and chatting with us. We may never leave, but (laughs) thanks for letting us in (laughs) and talking to us. You're welcome. So, who would you buy coffee for? So, this is kind of random. I would buy coffee for. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, but why? And one, because he loves coffee. So we have that in common. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I love to laugh. But no, he has a show. Um, well, it's not new, but it's new for me mm-hmm. on Netflix called Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. And okay. I love it. He literally interviews that. a comedian at a coffee shop in their town. Where does a car come in? In a car. So he loves cars. Mm-hmm. He loves cars and he always picks a different luxury car. Okay. Um, so it could be a classic, it could be a Jeep based on who he's interviewing. Nice. Like a car that so represents he, their personality. Okay. That he a car he thinks represents their yes. personality? Okay. Yes, that he thinks represents their personality. So that's where the car comes in. Got the it. coffee comes in because he loves coffee. So he picks them up at their home and then they go to a local coffee shop. And I love that. I feel like we should have like a what's it called? A um what do they call those like crossover episodes? So we should have some oh, kind yes. of 
I agree. So do you have connections? You know Jerry? Can we get on his Jerry show? Jerry Seinfeld. We're not comedians, we but can we just come and but we love do our to laugh, in cars so. and go to a coffee shop? Yeah. That ties into our brand. That. So I would love to just sit down with him and just for coffee. So that's who comedians I would Comedians intimidate me because I feel like they'll just like make fun of you and I'll just like leave there in tears. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> no, comedians. I don't. Yeah, I like them, but I'm kind of afraid <laughs> of them. Yeah, I know. have a respectful fear right. of them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so... Who would you take out for coffee or tea? I would take out my nephew, who recently Aww. turned one. He's funny. He's super. He's so cute. He's just funny. He like, he's one of those people who does things all at once. Like, took forever to walk and then just started running. running. You know, like didn't have teeth for the longest time and now has like a mouthful of teeth. Like he's just like, I'm not doing it until I'm ready to do it. <laughs> So, yeah, so now he's literally running everywhere. So I think I would take him out for a chamomile tea. Chamomile tea in his little high chair. <laughs> in his little high chair. We need to not give the little ones caffeine. But and he just be... turned, he turned one, he's one? one. Yeah, he's, he's one, one now. Okay. So he'll get chamomile tea. So cute. He's so an easy time. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. If you liked this show, please subscribe. Yes, please Share subscribe. it with everyone you know. And rate. Follow us on all the things, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, at Sabine and and Lisa. Lisa. Thank you. Bye. Bye.